The holidays are just around the corner, and it's time to be thinking about getting those perfect gifts for family, friends, or maybe even for yourself. We have the perfect opportunity for you to take care of that shopping list and support ACB Media at the same time. It's the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Join us on Sunday, November 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Zoom or on ACB Media. You can bid on great, unique items like handmade crafts, collectibles, technology, and food including those wonderful baked goods and a whole lot more. If you want to get a jump start on things, the Sneak-A-Peak Appetizer Auction is also back this year on November 25th and 26th. Watch your email for more details or contact Leslie Spoon. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. We'll see you Sunday, November the 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific at the ACB Media Holiday Auction. Happy bidding! The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone. This is Carl Richardson, and I am the co-chair of the Audio Description Project for the American Council of the Blind. I am here along with my co-host, Clark Rockfall, who is the Director of Advocacy and Governmental Affairs for the American Council for the Blind. And tonight, we are going to be discussing our second annual Audio Description Award Gala, and more importantly, how can we view that? And we're also going to learn a lot about Pluto Television, and other ways to watch the gala live. This year, one of our co-sponsors, Paramount Global, our silver sponsor, who uh, generously donated $10,000 for the gala, is also going to air the gala on their streaming platform, Pluto TV, which we will learn quite a bit more about in a few minutes. And we have, as our guest from Pluto Television, Jonathan Sweet, who is the Vice President of Accessibility and Technology Compliance for Pluto, and Drew Cook, before I, uh, who is the Accessibility Specialist for Pluto. Before I forget, I want to make sure I thank Paramount Global, the parent company of Pluto, for a number of for their overall support of audio description to the blindness community. They have increased the amount of audio description they do on CBS Network, where they virtually describe all of their primetime programming. They have done a number of live programming this year, and and they also, um, Paramount Global also does quite a bit of audio description on the Paramount Plus streaming service. So I just want to thank Paramount Global for their overall support. So, um, Clark, do you want to spend a few minutes talking about what the second annual Audio Description Award Gala is, and then we'll uh, hand it over to Jonathan? Absolutely, Carl, and thank you so much for letting me join you here this evening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to work with you in your capacity as co-chair of the Audio Description Project, along with ACB's immediate past president, Kim Charlson. Thank you. And I forgot that, didn't I? <laughs> I'm here for you, buddy. Okay. You're my wingman, Goo. That's, oh, no, no, you can be mine. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, the, the Audio Description Awards Gala is an opportunity to celebrate the best of the best, uh, the excellence that is being made and performed and delivered to audiences who are blind and low vision when it comes to uh, accessible media, whether that is uh, in film or on television. So last year was the inaugural gala. It was a, a tremendous success for raising awareness and highlighting just the, the great work that some of our industry leaders are doing. So for example, you, you mentioned the, the great work that Paramount Global is doing and, and many others, whether it's Netflix, Apple TV, and, and so many more. Uh, and when is the event this year? Yes, 
this year, I mean, really last year was a springboard to, to this year. And this year on Giving Tuesday, Tuesday, November 29th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the gala will premiere. Uh, there are many ways to watch it, which we'll get into a little bit later. Uh, but again, this is an opportunity to, to celebrate and recognize those who are making extraordinary contributions uh, to accessible media and entertainment as recognized by ACB and also by all of you with the addition um, of the People's Choice Award. One more teaser since I saw it went out in a press release yesterday. Anyway, can you mention some of the celebrities that are going to take part in the Audio Description Award Gala? Oh, you know, Carl, you you probably know this better than I Okay, do. I'll just We're... mention the ones I can remember. <laughs> uh, uh, first of all, Paramount Global is also making the cast of iCarly, which is one of their shows that they own. Um, they will be uh, saying some comments about audio description. I don't know, some guy you may have heard of named Stevie Wonder will be, who is a big fan and a consumer of audio description will be thick saying some remarks and actually presenting one of the awards. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, may the force be with you. Ewan McGregor is actually going to say a few comments about audio description. And uh, Carmen Mannheim and a few others also. So it'll be well worth watching. And one of the ways we will be able to watch the gala is on Pluto TV. And Pluto TV, not everybody may not know what Pluto TV because it's only been out for a few years. I and I want wanted to introduce Jonathan Sweet and Drew Crook. And Jonathan Sweet is actually a longtime friend of the American Council of the Blind. He was formerly with Spectrum and and Charter and helped. Uh, advanced accessibility there, and now he's taken his talent over to Pluto Television. So, first of all, Jonathan and Drew, welcome. Hey, thank you very much. Why don't you first tell us what is Pluto Television? Absolutely, well, Carl and Clark and Kim. It's good to hear from you again. Truly, uh, it's been a great. It's nice. It's been great to have such a good relationship with the ACB. Um, so Pluto TV is a free ad-supported streaming service uh, owned by Paramount. So uh, we work in tandem with a lot of the great work that's been going on Paramount Plus and CBS streaming. Thanks for calling that out. And by the way, really excited to see one of Paramount's uh, programs up for the award. Star Trek Strange New Worlds is up for the uh, People's Choice Audio Description Award. Um, yeah. So it, what, what would you like me to get into, Carl? For the audience. So first, I want to know what, can you just give a general overview of what Pluto TV is, uh, what it is, how many channels, how does it work, that sort of, so just like, what what is Pluto TV? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a free ad-supported streaming service. Uh, you can find Pluto TV on your browser by just going to Pluto.tv. Uh, it's also an app for native mobile devices like iPhones and Android phones and tablets, as well as gaming devices, smart TVs. And uh, I mean, Pluto is Pluto's pretty much anywhere you could, you have a screen or a device to, to watch video. And so Pluto TV has live programming as well as on-demand programming. On the live side, boy, I, I wish I'd done the research ahead of time, but we have hundreds of channels. Um, some of them are, are live streams, so you can find news, weather, sports on, on Pluto. Uh, and we also have curated content, which is really the uh, the wheelhouse that Pluto TV started in. So we have relationships with multiple programming partners and the very talented teams at Pluto will curate those into thematically uh, organized channels. So we have comedy channels, news, action, sports. You can find pretty much anything that you're interested in and want to look for. My and favorite is the 24-hour-a-day Mission Impossible channel. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, the library is, is really deep, and we have uh, all of the new stuff as well as uh, some of the older content. And 
in our on-demand library, again, we have tens of thousands of programs. Uh, you can pretty much find anything you want there as well. So I have it on my LG TV, which um, is fairly accessible. And there's a, a guide that comes up that tells me let, what, but a live portion is a guide that comes up that lets me know what's on each channel at what time during the day. Um, so how many, how many channels, and it looks like there's about 200 channels. Am I off base by, by, by saying there's like 200 channels? Oh yeah, no, you're not off base at all. That's that's it's at least two hundred, and it 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 it's not only just Paramount content because I know Paramount has a huge library with a lot of um, channels and partnership, but it's other organizations that you have partnership with as well, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm I'm not the expert on what those partnerships are. Uh, I believe actually we've got some folks from our content team who are in the audience right now. Uh, but a number of different programming partners, uh, truly like the, the the content that we offer on Pluto TV uh, is is really really broad and deep. Okay, and you mentioned that it's on your smart television, your website, your Smart devices such as your iPhone, Android. I'm assuming it's on Roku and Apple TV and Fire That's Stick right. as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, if I if I listed all of them, we'd be here all night. But you're right; it's so the major ones would be your browser, your iPhone or iPad, Apple TV, Android phone, tablet, Android TV, Roku, Fire TV, Fire tablet. Okay, I have to ask: How accessible? is Pluto TV on the various platforms? Are there some platforms that are better than others? Yeah, I would say I'm I'm really proud of the work that we're doing at Pluto TV on the not only the content accessibility, uh, but also what, what I refer to as the interface accessibility, meaning the ability to access it through screen readers um, and other assistive tech. And I would say that, you know, the, the most popular platforms are going to be the ones that are the most accessible. Um, so I think that you probably have the, the best screen reader accessibility uh, on your, your browser, your, your native mobile devices, Roku. Um, those would be the, the best options for screen reader, but we do offer uh, assistive support on all of our platforms. Jonathan, this, this is Clark. If I could take a step back and uh, please... Assume I don't know anything. Carl's used to that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you give that a shot. So I'm a dinosaur and I still have a cable subscription and I still watch my local broadcast channels through my cable provider who shall remain nameless for this conversation. Um, so how is the Pluto experience similar or similar or different than my cable and broadcast television experience? Well, I think I could make a guess as to who that provider is, but we don't need to go into that. Uh, on a typical cable box experience, you know, historically, you're, you're primarily looking at the linear programming that we're all used to, where you have the, the scrolling guide that gives you the, the hundred or so channels um, and the timeline. So Pluto TV matches that feature set and goes beyond there. So like I said, you know, we've got hundreds of channels. Uh, some of them are the, the live programming channels that you'd expect from a cable experience uh, where you've got, you know, the news and weather and that live programming that's up to date throughout the day. But we've also got the, the curated programming. So, you know, Carl mentioned the Mission Impossible channel, uh, and we've also got a Amazing Race and Jeopardy channel. So you can go on and watch Jeopardy 24-7 if you want to turn yourself into <laughs> encyclopedia. Uh, so, and you know, nowadays, of course, the cable companies want to be able to compete with online streaming platforms. And so they also offer on-demand experiences. Um, so, yeah. And it's, it's, I don't think the one thing we should have probably said, it's free. I just want to make that clear. The Pluto TV is free. And it's, it tried to replicate the viewing experience almost like you did changing from channel to channel. And the reason it's free is because it's ad supported. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Exactly. Yep. There's you're never going to have to use a credit card or anything like that. I, you know, and I would say for the viewers who want to catch the uh, ACD Awards Gala, uh, I, I recommend, you know, registering and creating an account because that can be really helpful. You can save your settings across platforms uh, and keep you updated with new channels that can be really exciting when they come on because uh, we get a lot of great content all the time. But that's also not required at this time. What's the difference between live television and video on demand? Well, the, the live television programming uh, plays all the time. It's it's the type of programming you'd expect from a you know non-DVR cable experience where uh, you, you don't pause it and you don't fast forward. You just tune in and whatever's on is on, just like traditional cable. Uh, whereas the on-demand is a experience that you can start, stop, and rewind, fast forward uh, at your leisure. And so just like the on-demand experience you would expect on a big, uh, on any other big streaming platform. And do you have like a a, a tab to go to when you want to open up the video on-demand content? Versus That's live? exactly right. So if you're accessing it from a browser, then you will be able to navigate to the navigation region at the top, which will have the live TV on-demand and, and search and account. Uh, and if you're coming in on a, um, a mobile Apple device, like an iPhone or an Android mobile device, uh, you can also find those tabs at the bottom of your screen where you would expect from those, those typical apps. Um, and it's also really easy to find on a Roku device as well. You know, you've got the audio guide on and you can find those navigation tabs at the top. I, um, so I'm assuming the gala on the 29th at seven, no, at seven 30 will be on the on demand side. Yes, that's the information that I have right now um, that you will be able to find the the gala in a on-demand row uh, near or if not at the top of the, of the on-demand screen. Um, it looks like it'll be in a recently added series category. And what I can do, Carl, is, is update you if, if any of that information changes, but it will be available there starting on the 29th. And how long will it be available for, do we know? That is information that I don't have, but I can get, get back to you. Okay. Uh, just last year, it was available on another competitor for, I think, 30 days, just so you know. Um, uh, what what yeah. a great Christmas present if it was available <laughs> for, throughout the holidays and the new year. <laughs> we aimed to please. Clark is a smooth, he better, he may not know nothing, but he's great with transitions. Um, I hate to since you're ahead of accessibility for Pluto, and we are talking about audio description, I know at this time there is no audio description available, although the gala will have open audio description for all to enjoy. Do you have on the roadmap plans to bring audio description to Pluto television? That's right. So the uh, ACB Awards Gala will be our premier inaugural programming with audio description on Pluto TV, which I think is a great uh, synchronicity here. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Paramount Plus already offers audio description. Um, you, there's a lot of really good audio description there, especially Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Um, yeah. Pluto TV is is actively working on audio description. Uh, so we're focusing on on a, a uh, certain set of platforms to get it out as soon as we can to this audience. Um, and you can expect it in this coming year. Good. Good. Jonathan, Jonathan uh, it does Pluto TV currently support multiple language tracks for viewers that would want to watch programming in a language other than English? Uh, not at this time, but we will be offering that shortly. Um, we do offer both English and Spanish programming at, at this time, though. Okay. Uh, if you have any poll, I'd love to see the original Star Trek audio described as well. <laughs> I will look into that for sure. I, I gotta, I gotta see, I gotta hear those psychedelic colors described with everybody wearing the, the bright blue shirts and the yellow gold shirts and the and the colors of the set. From what I understand, are pretty uh, interesting. Well, um, if I can't find it, I'll describe it myself, or maybe I'll pull Joel in for a fun project. <laughs> 
So, uh, Clark, do you have, have any more questions regarding Pluto? Oh, well. Uh, so, Jonathan, you were talking about using the accessibility of uh, you know, video streaming platforms. And uh, one, of the, one of the ones you mentioned as, as being one of the most common or most accessible was Roku. Um, and I think that's a, a conversation for another day yeah. about, about, about how uh, uh, accessible, yes, maybe usable, uh, less so, but I, I'm curious. Not you, Pluto, but Roku. Yes, Roku. Excuse me. Um, I, I'm curious if you, if you all have any insight on what platforms Pluto TV is most commonly viewed by consumers. Hmm. I don't have that data in front of me, uh, but I can tell you that our uh, our browser experience is is very very popular, as well as Roku, Fire TV, and our native mobile platforms like iPhone and Android Mobile. Um, and and Clark, I always appreciate feedback on the accessibility of these platforms. So you know, please let's let's talk about Roku or anything else that you're uh, you know encountering any trouble with. Absolutely. And I, I think for me, just like, a, you know, we hear from folks about the use of text to speech and audio description, um, how the, the synthetic voices can be uh, very difficult to decipher. Being um, on the text to speech on the screen reader, not with an audio description. Well, right. Yeah. So in some platforms, it's it's in the audio description itself. But uh, in my experience on the Roku platform, it's the um, the text to speech for navigating the the Roku platform itself. To Carl's point, yep, that's absolutely right. I've had uh, I've had some viewers reach out and remind me that the Roku text to speech built into that device sounds like the narrator is drunk or on something. Um, it's it can be really tough to decipher, and that's actually something that we've spoken or I've spoken to Roku about before. Um, and I, you know, I hope they're working on upgrading it at this time. We, we work with what we've got on that platform. Um, so, you know, if, if that voice is, is hard to decipher, then there are always other options, especially for Pluto TV on other platforms. And, and we, we appreciate, you know, Paramount Global and, and you and Pluto being an, an ally in improving the holistic experience for our members. That's why we're here. Uh, the, are, the, is, are the use of, you know, I, I app actually have a Roku. I have an Apple TV. I have a Fire TV player, but I haven't turned them on since I've gotten my LG because all my LG, the smart television, are we seeing less of a reliance on devices that you hook up to your TV now that smart TVs have all these apps built in? Sorry, I missed part of that question. So... My LG had Pluto on it, mm -hmm. so I don't. I no longer use the Apple TV, the Roku, or the Fire Stick, which I have connected, because my TV has taken the um, the role of all those three devices, and I no longer need to do that. So, are you seeing an increased use of smart televisions instead of the players? That's that's something that I don't personally track. So you know, I'd be I would be really interested to talk to uh, members of of this org uh, organization to learn more about that. I would I would assume that because it, especially you know Android TVs are getting really popular and uh, LG and Vizio especially being being really popular platforms. That yes, the use is increasing on those, um, but there are some really distinct benefits with other ecosystems as well. You know. As an no, Apple, user, the Apple TV can be really, really great with its shortcuts and everything. It, it, I still have it, just in case. Of the yeah, don't get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so, Clark, what, what go, uh, Drew, do you want to say anything? I, I forgot about you. So, Drew, I'd like to give you the opportunity to say some of the work and what you're working on. Yeah, thanks. Um, sorry if there's some background noise. Um, for me, I'm on the East Coast, so it's uh, seven o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> but um, I think John covered a lot of it. What I do on John's team is I'm specifically focusing on the native mobile experience. 
So I'm helping with, um, I'm the accessibility architect for both the Apple platform and the Android platform, specifically Android mobile. Um, and so I, I've been, and I just to disclose to everybody on this group, I am blind myself. So, you know, having some representation inside of our team has been really important to me. And I think it's been really invaluable for John and the rest of the team, since I am a user of voiceover, I'm a, you know, screen native screen reader user. And I bring a different perspective from that, you know, from that lens. Um, and I'm just really excited for the buy-in that we have from the top down from both Paramount and Pluto, um, you know, just supporting me and what I do and supporting, you know, kind of the mission of making, uh, you know, Pluto the most accessible app out there for, for streaming. What part of the East Coast are you from? Uh, New Hampshire, actually. I'm in Boston. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Nice. Okay. So you used to work for um, another accessibility company in New Hampshire, I believe, correct? Um, I did. I worked for um, for Apple, actually, at, at one of the uh, local stores for um, about five and a half years. Great. Well, we, we, love have, we love the fact that Pluto has a blind person involved in the process to make it a better experience for all of us. So that's great. Uh, Clark, <laughs> do you want to mention some of the other ways we can view the Audio Description Award Gala on November 29th at 7.30? Absolutely, Carl. And if anyone uh, would like to learn uh, information about this year's Audio Description Awards Gala, you can always visit adawardsgala.org. And that has information about all the ways to view the gala, as well as information about some of the special guests like Carl just spoke about, um, about the, the clips for the Audio Description People's Choice Award that we know everyone was very excited about and voted on as well as our hosts, Thomas Reed and uh, Nefertiti Olivares. So this year, in addition to Pluto TV, the Audio Description Awards Gala can be viewed on the YouTube channel of the American Council of the Blind. It can also be viewed directly from the website, adawardsgala.org. And for everyone that is part of the ACB community and either joining this event here through Zoom, on Clubhouse, or over the ACB Media Network, you are in luck because the AD Awards Gala will also be aired as a community event. It will be streamed in Clubhouse on the ACB Clubhouse channel or room. Uh, I'm getting my terminology here confused. I'm not sure what Clubhouse is calling it these days. And then also on the ACB Media Network, uh, you can listen to the awards gala on ACB Media 1 and ACB Media 6, whether that is from acbmedia.org by using the ACB Link smartphone app or by telling your smart speaker to play ACB Media 1 or 6. Or even Thank on you. the Victor Reader. There you go. Yeah. Any Anywhere you consume your ACB Media content. Well, Carl, do you, may, do you mind if I mention something really quick? Oh, please. You're the, you're the reason we're having the show tonight. The reason for the season. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention for, for anyone who is uh, interested in accessibility at Pluto TV, or if you during the gala have any issues with accessing the, the program on any of the platforms, that we can be reached through the email accessibility at Pluto.tv. Um, I'm happy to spell that out, but I think everyone on the call knows the word accessibility pretty well. Um, and I monitor that personally. So I look forward to hearing from the audience. So I have to ask, what was Pluto TV named after? Do you know? <laughs> and if you don't, it's not a big deal. I was just curious. Oh, I mean, but I was just about to make up a myth and a legend. A dog or a planet or, you know. <laughs> I, you know, the the, the mission of, of Pluto TV is to entertain the whole planet. And on my team, it's to make programming accessible accessible for the whole planet. And so I believe it's more to do with the uh, the solar system. So are you, are you 
um, all over the world? We are in uh, many countries, uh, all over the EU. We are launching in Canada within the next month, I believe, um, as well as in some South American countries and Central America. And um, so while I can flip from channel to channel, are most of the guides that tell me what's on each channel, because you've got a couple hundred channels, so you want to figure out what to ask. Are most of those screen reader friendly as well? Absolutely, yeah. Um, the uh, there have been some recent improvements to the guide on the on the browser. They're going to be that are going to be really noticeable. Uh, so if you are using a screen reader on the browser, you can uh, look for the level two heading for the channel guide okay. yep. and and jump into it. Um, I also recommend checking out the guide on the iPhone and Android mobile app as well. Great, great. Um, Sheila, you're you're moderating the meeting. Do you want to see if we uh, it, you want to give people a notice on how to raise their hand to see if they have any questions? Absolutely, Carl. Thank you. If you're on your Zoom right now, if you're on a computer, it's Alt Y. If you're on a Mac, it's Option Y. And if you're in Clubhouse, Nikki can let us know if anybody in Clubhouse would like to ask a question. Yes, and if you're in Clubhouse, just press that Request to Speak button. I'll bring you on stage and uh, call on you. There you go. So we don't have any hands raised at this time. Nikki, anybody in Clubhouse? Not at this point, no. All right, I do have <coughs> Roberta. You may unmute. Good evening. Um, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. Um, the person who asked you to back up and begin at the beginning is talking my language. Um, I do not currently stream um, video, so I'm a, a, a real beginner. Um, I have a Apple, I use an iPhone with voiceover and I use JAWS on my computer. How do I, where do I begin? Great, yeah, Roberta, I'd be happy to, to walk you through that. Um, this might be a, a little preliminary. I can talk to some folks uh, at Pluto. We may be able to uh, get a, a, a deep link to the program so that you don't have to uh, click through the interface uh, or tab, tab type through the interface. Um, but what you wanna do if you're using JAWS and you're comfortable with JAWS on Windows is open your browser. And I would recommend using Chrome or whatever you're used to. And type into the address bar, Pluto.tv, P-L-U-T-O.tv. Um, when you get there, and now the, the gala won't be available yet, not until the, uh, the 29th, but when you are there in the website, you wanna find the on-demand link, which will be near the top. When you, when you hit that link, it'll take you to the on-demand page and you will find, if you jump by headings, uh, that there are several headings for categories of on-demand. So, you know, you've got like recently added series or CBS selects or movies, TV shows. And so on the 29th, when this is put up on the website, uh, there will be a category for recently added series. Um, and the ACB Gala will be one of the options there. Great. And if I want to begin to stream to actually listen to Mission Impossible or <laughs> or Jeopardy or something else. Can I do that on that page and create an account and then what? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I recommend okay. you create an account. Like I said, it can be it can be pretty uh pretty helpful. What you can do is you can either explore through the on-demand screen like I was just describing or the live TV screen. Um, but there's also a search option. So you could 
again, find the, the search link near the top of, of the page. Uh, and then just type in Jeopardy or Mission Impossible or whatever you are fantasizing that day. Um, and there will be options to go to that channel or to go to that program uh, right below the search bar. And what is the actual name of the mobile app for uh, iPhone? Pluto TV. So if you go to the app store, you'll be able to find it pretty easily under uh, Pluto TV. And is there a space between Pluto and TV? There is, yes. I think okay. if you type it all as one word, you'll probably be okay. But there is a space between Pluto and TV. Awesome. Great. Thank you. Absolutely. I may become a streamer. John, if you don't mind me jumping in real quick, um, just to add to that, if you're going to go to the app, uh, if you're familiar with kind of the generic um, app layout at the bottom of your screen, if you're using voiceover, you start at the bottom edge. There's there's navigation tabs across the bottom. So bottom left would be the live TV. So that'd be the programming and your, your guide, like your traditional cable box um, mm. in the middle is or the, the next one is the on demand. Then there's a search tab and then there's a um, at the top right, there's like a profile button. So that, that would be for the, for the major kind of large navigation areas that you'd want to know about. Those would be the, the things that I would draw your attention to if you're a voiceover user using the screen. Is okay, it also great. the same on Android, Drew? Yes. Oh, by the way, thank you, Roberta, for your question because thank you. I probably did skip over. Um, Something so I appreciate you us bringing us back as well. As in Carl, I'll just this is Clark. I'll jump in here. So uh, Jonathan and Roberta, when I on my Windows PC, as Jonathan was giving that excellent overview, I went to Pluto TV, and it it popped right up, and I noticed that I can either uh, navigate by headings. Uh, but to get to that on-demand tab, like Jonathan mentioned, that was just two or three tabs from the top of the screen. Uh, Jonathan, one question for you. So there's uh, there's video playing with audio um, just automatically from the Pluto TV website. And I, I know that that can be uh, somewhat disorienting for folks if they're trying to listen to a screen reader as well. So is, is that standard or what should folks do to, uh, to disable that audio from automatically playing? Yeah, I, I totally hear you on that. I know that it can interfere with, uh, with listening to the screen reader as well. And, and hopefully, you know, the program audio is, is ducking under the screen reader. What I recommend is the, uh, if, if you hit the mute button on that video player, um, that will persist throughout uh, each time you open the app. So, you know, I usually will have it muted um, and that way the next time when I open the app, it'll- And how would, you, how would you turn on the mute button? So if you are on a browser, you can uh, tab to it. I, Clark just said the, uh, those navigation links are just two or three tabs from the top. Uh, the mute button should just be two more tabs. Um, and if you are on a iPhone or an Android mobile device, uh, it'll be one of the the uh, buttons in the video player. So, you know, if you're using voiceover, you can just swipe right about five times and you'll land on that mute button. Could I hit B for button and jog? Uh, absolutely. Yes, that should work. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, the item, and the item chooser for voiceover, it will show up in the list of, of buttons. Good. Thank you. That's and, why the expert is here. Yes. Yeah, so, and this is Clark again. So I, I tabbed it. It is after the live TV and on-demand options if you are tabbing. And Carl, you are correct. If you hit B for button, it will take you to that mute-unmute button. Or insert F5, you know, would not insert F5. What, what brings up all the buttons and jars? I forget. But, but anyway, um, right. So... Are you ready for your next question? <laughs> I was just going to say, thank you, Sheila. Are there any more hands up? There are, Debbie. <laughs> well, then let's, we'll try to do rapid fire from here on in. <laughs> Hi, Carl and Clark and Sheila and Jonathan. Jonathan, I... And Drew. And Drew. Poor guy. We all keep forgetting Drew. Don't forget um, Drew. I uh, worked with you a little bit, Jonathan, in your Absolutely. previous life. Uh, I was a beta tester for one of your 
apps that you were working on. So I remember you. Thanks for joining. You do. Me. Okay, cool. Um, wish you were never mind. <laughs> um I recently got an Apple TV and I just downloaded uh Pluto TV on it this afternoon. Um we did find something to watch, but it was kind of hit or miss as to hmm. what we found. Is there uh, uh, any kind of a uh, rule of thumb to use with that app on the Apple TV to get to maybe the, the categories and things? I sure. have the one with the Siri remote. Yeah. Was was the issue that you weren't finding stuff you wanted to watch or that you were having trouble navigating through the app? I was kind of having trouble navigating. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, with the, uh, I believe you have the same remote that I do. And so I will usually go to the navigation mode. So you, you know, you triple tap that uh, trackpad with two fingers. Mm -hmm. And so if you do that, it's it's much easier to move through things. If, if you're in the guide, for instance, because that's a two-dimensional table or a grid, uh, it's, a, it's pretty easy to move between the channels and then uh, up and down through the channels and left and right through the, the timeline. Oh, okay. So what? And I, what I also what have a fire TV. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, what that what that movement again on the uh, touchpad, Jonathan? Yeah. So it's you use two fingers and you triple tap, and so and what'll happen? And and Drew, please jump in if you want to add to this. But what happens <laughs> is going to. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll just finish this. Is that yep. if you use that gesture, the two finger triple tap, you'll toggle between navigation mode and exploration. So mode. it allows you to navigate a table essentially. Yeah, I'll let I'll let Drew jump in. <laughs> I'll jump in. So. So the navigation mode that John's talking about, that's the standard mode that if anybody has used Apple TV before and never toggled anything, that's the standard mode that VoiceOver operates under. So it's following right. the sighted user's system focus, the way that a normal sighted user would, would kind of navigate through everything. Um, when you, So if you are in that mode and then you do this two-finger triple tap on the trackpad that John's talking about, it's actually going to put you into exploration mode. And if you're not familiar with that, it can be disorienting if you've never used it before. But essentially what that does is it turns exploration mode as if you were using the, the iOS app or using um, VoiceOver on the Mac where you are navigating element by element, whether it is an interactable element like a button or static text. It just goes through everything like browse mode, um, which can be really beneficial if you're, for example, going into um, the details view. So say you're in on demand and you find a movie and you want to know like what it's rated, what the description of it is, um, instead of in navigation mode, clicking into that and then waiting for voiceover to kind of read the static text after a, a brief delay, you can, you know, if you're a faster or your power user of voiceover, uh, I am, so that's why I say that, um, you can go into exploration mode and really quickly navigate around and listen to the information you want to hear without having to wait for it to programmatically read from the top to the bottom without you having any control over what it's reading. I'll have to try that because I have not used that. Uh, yeah. and you also it's, it's a little bit disorienting if at first, because you're not used to that, that kind of interaction pattern on the, on the Apple TV app. But if you just kind of force your brain to say, all right, I'm navigating it like I'm navigating an app on my phone. It's the exact same gestures. You would swipe left and right and it just moves you through each individual element. And then it's, it's just as simple as a two finger triple tap again to put you back into navigation mode. So if you do get lost or you get turned around, you can quickly go back to what you're used to. And, and just you mentioned that you, know. you had a fire stick as well. I'm sorry? Uh, fire sticks outside. I'll let John answer that one if he knows. I'm not sure if fire stick does that. I, I don't know if they do. Because that, that feature is actually an, uh, an Apple-specific system feature. That's not something that Pluto has actually integrated into the app. That navigation and exploration mode, that's actually stock Apple. I was just going to say that um, lately, I also have a Fire TV. And lately, voice view is not even working on Pluto TV. So I don't know what's gone on over there, but there's been some issues with the voice view lately also. So that might be. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that, Debbie. The, uh, the team that's working on <clears throat> the Pluto TV app for the Fire TV Stick and the Fire TV Cube and Android TV um, have built actually built their own text-to-speech system uh, that you can access in the settings. And I can share with you some instructions to, to turn that on. Oh, if you if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Or should you want me to email you? 
Please do. Yeah. And I can, uh, I can either get your email from, from Carl or Clark or, or the other way around. Or you can email Jonathan at accessibility at Pluto.tv. Right. Okay. I'll do that. Thank you so much. Good talking to you again. You too, Debbie. Mm -hmm. All right, Jill, you may unmute. Okay. Um, my question is if I download the Pluto app on my iPad, is there an accessibility setting where I turn on like a secondary, secondary audio programming so that the audio description will automatically come on when it's available? That's a great question. Um, so right now, there is no audio description on Pluto TV. That's something that we're working on, though. Um, on, on Paramount Plus or any of the CBS streaming platforms, that is that is the case. Mm -hmm. uh, when you go into Pluto TV to watch the awards gala, uh, the the audio that will be playing will be audio described by default. Oh, okay. You won't have to do anything. It'll be open. Yep. Okay. And then you said, how, how do I find that? Re you said it's recently added programs? That's right. It should be recently added series, and it won't be there yet. A series. Yeah. Okay. It's not there until November 29th. The 29th. Okay. And um, I hope you get more audio described programs. Me as well. And I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for the day when I can reach out to all of you and, and let you know that we have it. And we uh, will have Jonathan on another, I'm going to volunteer him to come on another community call when we do. I love okay, being I look forward to it. And, and just so I've been, I've been a bug in, uh, in the bonnet of John, as far as getting the, uh, <laughs> getting the audio description off the ground. I, I bug him daily about it. So don't worry. You got, you have an inside man, everybody. Okay. Yeah, but you don't have you have crew. Before we go to the next question, I want to ask Sheila. I don't remember how long I booked this community call for. Was it eight it, or eight fifteen? I believe it was eight, but Carl, I'm sure if you go to eight fifteen, nobody's going to complain. All right, I want to make sure to get up most of the questions, and then I want to wrap up as a reminder what the second annual audio description is and where to watch it. All right, any more questions? Yes, and let's um, let's see if there's any in Clubhouse. Nikki, are there any in Clubhouse? Unfortunately, there are not. Okay, well, we've got Diane. Hello, everybody. That way I just say hello to everybody, and that way I won't forget anybody. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I can't wait to download Pluto TV. That'll be neat to have, and um, watching Jeopardy while wow, 24 hours a day. My goodness. <laughs> But anyway, um, that'll be neat. It'll be fun to play with it. And Jonathan, can you give your email one more time? Yeah, and I think watching it 24-7 counts as college credits, so I recommend that. Oh, uh, yeah, well, <laughs> so the, the email I recommend is accessibility at Pluto.tv. So that's A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at P-L-U-T-O dot TV. Okay, great. Yeah, and I I have an Apple TV and I have uh, DirecTV Stream, and that works really well with the Apple TV. And I have other apps downloaded already, so Pluto will be another one to download. No wonder I never get anything done. I should get done around the house, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. I, I love to hear that you're a that you're a frequent user on Apple TV because I think it's a great platform. Uh, and you know, Drew and I frequently talk about how. Uh, the work we do is is not just a job for us. We love it. And so we really do like taking in uh, as much feedback as we can get, especially from people like you who are really frequent users. So I hope you do reach out. Oh, I will. Definitely. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's all you've got now, Carl. I'm sorry. Did you say that's all we have for now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Clark, do you want to give a wrap up of what the audio description gala is and when and where to watch it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Carl. And thank you to Jonathan and Drew for joining us here this evening to join ACB in celebrating the best of the best in audio description. Please join us on Tuesday, November 29th 
at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for the second annual Audio Description Awards Gala. More information, including how to watch, as well as to review the nominees for the People's Choice Awards, and of course, how to donate and support the work of ACB's Audio Description Project is available at adawardsgala.org. Again, that's AD for audio description, adawardsgala.org. And on that website, you can find information for viewing the gala, as Jonathan shared, on Pluto TV, as well as from the ACB YouTube channel. You can view it directly from the adawardsgala.org website. Or you can join us all in the ACB community, the ACB clubhouse room, and on ACB media channels one and six to view and experience the excellence that is out there today in audio description. Jonathan and Drew, do you... uh... Want to say any final words about Pluto TV or the work that you guys are doing? Drew, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go first. I just um, I I want to just echo John's sentiments. You know, I honestly don't view this as a job. I view it as just part of the rest of my life. And and you know, I've been blessed enough to to be able to kind of partner my tech background with my lived experience, and that really helps kind of shape where we go with accessibility. So. You know, I'm one person. I I try to represent as many accessibility user groups as I can. But you know, as one blind user to another, we all know that different people experience the app differently and would prefer things in different ways. So I definitely want to double down on what John said about um, definitely giving us feedback, sending us those emails through the accessibility at Pluto.tv email address. Um, I'll look at them. John will send them to me, and and we'll put a game plan together. So you know, just thanks for having us. Yep, and I'm really excited that we get to host the gala. This is this is going to be fun, and look forward to talking to you again. Okay, great. And and just as a reminder, you can watch Pluto.tv on your browser, internet browser of your choice, on your smart device such as an iPhone, Android device, or on your smart television. Pretty much anywhere that streaming services are available. And for more information about audio description in general. I would be remiss if I didn't promote the Audio Description Project website at adp.acb.org. Again, that's adp.acb.org. And on there, you can find listings of all the movies on streaming services. Uh, broken down, You can see what's on television broken down by network, uh, even what's on tonight. Uh, articles about audio description. It's a very valuable resource, and I would check it out if you're a fan of audio description at large. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night, and thank you for listening.